Fuck, I don't like sobriety. This is gonna get weird. Welcome to the GNA Podcast, Games, Nerds, and Alcohol, where at least one person has to stay sober on the show, and this time, Damoc drew the short straw. No, he I didn't. say stober, so I'm saying stober right now. Stober. I gotta say stober. No, I got these friggin', uh, they put spacers on the back of my friggin' face, so now everything I say has some weird cadence to it. Eh, it fucking sucks. You, you gotta do the thing we talked about just a second ago, too. Masturbate? That, too. But uh, the the very energetic introduction for yourself. <laughs> you have to do that. Well, I'm Cecil Xavier, your host. You've heard a couple of people who are joining me tonight. You got Grave Mind tonight. How you doing, Grave Mind? I'm good. And we got Damoc joining us. How you doing, man? I'm fucking sober and pissed. Told you, man. You got to stop draw- drawing that short straw. That's yeah. the complete opposite of pissed, though. If you, uh, you know, take the term. Yeah, I was going to say, to be pissed, you, you got to actually be drunk. No, I've had enough water. I'm peeing every 20 minutes. Just just imagine that it's alcoholic and the mind will follow. Yeah, I tried that, and then I downed like four liters of water and probably killed my kidneys. Nah, or your kidneys are looking at you going, Oh my God, thank you so much! <laughs> we need that. This is all we've ever wanted. I, I don't recognize this strange fluid, guys. <laughs> yeah, there's there's no alcohol in this. What do we do with no it? No alcohol or no sugar. <laughs> oh, there's sugar. I have a couple cans of Coke every night. Oh, well. Uh, yeah, a couple eight balls for me. Your kidneys can dream. And we got Zyber Blood. How are you feeling, Zyber? Uh, uh, better than last week, that's for certain. Yeah? What happened last week? Uh, last week was a lovely, uh, fit of my body, um, turning against me kind of thing. And, um, I'm, I'm not really supposed to be drinking, but tonight I am because I feel better than last week. So fuck it. Why not? That's all that matters. If you can find cheaper pussy, fuck it. Okay. We should watch that for horror movie night. Oh, goddamn straight. We should. All right. I'll put it on the slate. I still think you guys should watch Axum, the the lowest rated horror movie on all of IMDb. If I'm going to do that, I'm going to play Teeth. Oh, God, no. <laughs> please, no. Please, 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 no. I oh, like God. that movie because it had that one scene. She's like, I have a perfectly good pussy, you know. <laughs> oh, Great. God. Best, best line of the year. All right, let, let's kick into this. Uh, most important thing of the night, what is everybody drinking? We already know what Damoc is drinking, or is what he is not drinking, which is anything alcoholic. Let's go down that line. Zyber, what are you drinking, man? I am drinking a uh, Pipeworks Brewery uh, fucking... Um, is that in the name? Yeah, fucking... Yes, um, I've yes, never heard is. of that. It's, it it's sounds a, amazing. It is uh, sounds great. infinitely... Galaxy, uh, Galaxy Hop IPA. Uh, it's a very, very fruity IPA. Um, like notes of a uh, passion fruit and mango, kind of, kind of fruity. So it's passion. I'm really digging it. So yeah, that's where I'm at right now. I also have to mention my first beer that I brew. Uh, is going to be called Fucking On. So it should be. It, yeah. it, it it definitely should be. Yep. What about you, Grave Mind? What are you drinking tonight? I have vodka and cranberry juice. What kind of vodka? I don't even know the name of it. Cheap vodka. <laughs> Is it Stalingrad vodka? No, but the name does appear to be in Russian. Is it Senator's vodka? No. It's a little... Well, actually, it might be Swedish. I think it's there. Yeah, I think there's a Swedish flag on it. I could go get it, but I'm too lazy. 
Nice. So the lazy Swedish vodka that I do not know the name of. That's what I'm drinking. With cranberry well, juice. <laughs> I myself am drinking some Jim Beam honey. Uh, I just saw it on the shelf. Better. And I was looking at it like, geez, I should I should drink that. So I, I I don't think I've ever tried mixing it. I've always just drank it straight or sipped it out of a cup. So I mixed it with some Diet Coke. And I got to say, it mixes really well. Like yeah. surprisingly well. You should uh, you should make some tea, like a hot toddy. That'd be pretty good. You know, I've never, been, I've never really been a big fan of hot toddies. Hmm. I would change it up. I don't really like the Jim Beam honey or the Jack honey, but if you can get some of that wild turkey American honey, I could suck down a bottle of that. But fair warning, it will give you the shits in about four <laughs> hours. <laughs> and we're timing. So is that time to shit? Might be. Um, I I personally on that honey kick that you're all going on, I prefer the Badger's honey bourbon. That's where I'm at. Badgers? Yeah. We don't need no stinking badgers. I like how we Sorry. both came up with a different badger reference. <laughs> <laughs> <clears throat> Next segment, State of Games. State of Games is where we talk about what we've played for the past week or we just pontificate on what the hell we feel gaming is today. So State of Games, let's, uh, let's reverse that out. Zyber, what is your State of Games, man? Well, my uh, State of Games currently, uh, I've been playing uh, The Vagrant, um, Graveyard Keeper, uh, Darkest Dungeon, Dive back into that. I enjoy it. Um, other than that, just grabbing my daily shit from uh, Paladins. Dude, I love Darkest Dungeon. That that is like a a, a guilty vice of mine. A guilty vice. Yeah, I just uh, recently, probably within the last two or three months, got the DLC for it. Which one? And all of it. Me too. Yeah. So it was like, okay, um, it's on sale, so I'm going to grab it. And it expands the game, so yeah, even more shit to dive through. Yeah, it's so much fun. Sounds like fun. I've seen it before. It looks like a fun thing. So if you're playing Darkest Dungeon, have you looked at Erratus, Lord of the Dead? Uh, no. I never even heard of it. I'm looking so- it up now. Yeah, it's coming out in alpha, but it's it's like Darkest Dungeon. It really is on the same ground, but it's reversed. And they did enough to not be just a clone and reverse it, but I've been watching uh, some gameplay of it, and it looks pretty damn good. What's it called? Aratus what? Lord of the Dead. I-R-A-T-U-S. Lord of the Dead. <laughs> oh yeah, there I am. I got it right now. All right, that uh, video is uh, it's dark, and oh, there's some eyes. Oh, those are shiny white eyes. Man, that's got to be racist. Right. Ooh, a fist. Oh, yeah, that looks like Darkest Dungeon. Well, it looks like better graphics. So white eyes are racist now? Oh, yeah. Yeah, white oh. eyes are always racist. So everyone is a racist? Pretty much. Okay. And just remember, it's racist to go blackface, but it's perfectly okay to go whiteface. Yes. That just means you're dead. I thought that was white ice. Same difference. Wait, are you talking about vanilla ice? David Bowie did it first. <laughs> wait a minute, hold on. Yeah, I was going to say, wait a minute, was it... It was Bowie, wasn't it? Yep. Wasn't he with somebody? Uh, yeah. Yeah. But, uh, Freddie Mercury, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah it, was, it was. It was. I thought. It, like, I keep. I. I always thought it was Queen who did Under Pressure. Oh, well, David Bowie was involved. Well, yeah, but David Bowie was involved in like everything. Yeah, that's true. He he was like friggin' um, that was his name. Guy from Primus. Steve oh, him too. No, who's that guy from Primus? Les Claypool. Les Claypool is like oh, in yes, every Les fucking Claypool. band. <clears throat> All right. Um, Grapevine, what's your city games? I've been playing Metro Exodus. 
Uh, it's really good. I like it. It's a glowing recommendation there. Um, also, I've been playing League of Legends. Has a It's kind of like a card game, but it's they call it an auto-battler. Like, you get the cards, and then they kind of fight it out while you just kind of watch. But uh, it's pretty fun. I like it. And then, uh, yeah, that's about it right now. After I finished Metro, I was thinking about playing Halo Wars. Because uh, the Game Pass for PC is the most amazing thing that has ever happened, ever. Dude, isn't it? Yes. I love it. Davok, what's your state of games? Um, RimWorld, RimWorld, and a lot more RimWorld. If I'm not playing it, I'm watching it. If I'm not watching it or playing it, I'm on Reddit reading more about it. All right, come on, man. Tell that me about RimWorld. receiving it. Tell you about RimWorld? Yeah, give, give me the full breakdown of RimWorld. Why should I be playing this? Uh, it's a hardcore colony survival game, and it just lets you live out dark fantasies and the mod support is phenomenal the developers support the mods that are coming out it's really hard without watching it if you've seen some gameplay it's fantastic but it is very very difficult death is only a lesson and you're gonna get wiped out the first i don't know 500 hours you play the game you're not going to have a successful colony something's going to wipe it out and you just learn from it and keep moving on. And it's funny that uh, I see Zyber saying Rim World and Rim Job. You can download the Rim Job mod, uh, Rim Job mod, and that adds rape to the game as well as harvesting human organs, which is a lot of fun. So you capture your prisoners, you harvest their organs out, slap them in your guys when they start getting older, and or their eyes are shot off, or their nose is shot off, or somebody bit their fucking leg off, or their fingers, and you gotta get them artificial limbs, and it's a very, very involved thing. It takes a lot of cues from Minecraft, in a way, but it's just, it's brutal and hard and fun and addicting for me. I think I prefer the Rimjod mob. I like the Rimjod mob, too. Yeah. I think that's my favorite part of the game. Yeah, if I could find a rim job mob, <laughs> I'd be pants down. <laughs> well, I mean, not everyone can be so lucky to find a rim job mob. Well, my state of games hope. is actually pretty easy. I've been playing um I've been playing a bunch of Destiny 2. I've been trying to grind for I hate PvP, but there's this one gun called Luna's Howl that I've been grinding for, and I'm I'm pretty much settled on I'm never going to get this weapon. Because you've got to play comp and you've got to get up to some certain level in comp. But if you play comp and you lose and you lose points and if you win, you gain points. But you lose more points and you gain most of the time or I don't fucking know. All I know is that every time I play, I lose points and then I gain points. But I always end up like net loss. And i got to get to 2,100 points and I'm at like 500. And you only get like, I don't know, 60 points per match if you win. But you lose like 40 points per match if you lose. Is is Destiny two better now? Like, it was pretty garbage when I quit playing. Yeah, they, well, they've they've changed, they've morphed a lot of things, so it's more like Destiny one in a lot of senses. So they kind of realized what they did wrong, mm. and they kind of backtracked a bit. So it's a lot more like Destiny one now, except they haven't brought trials back, which is a little weird. I'm, I'm kind of concerned. That was that... one of the best parts of Destiny one's PvP was trials. Yeah, you know, it was, you know, getting getting in there and really showing it up. But now they just really just, they've just replaced comp with it. Just been like, oh, well, comp is now trials. Ah, comp kind of sucks. Yeah. <laughs> I've also been playing a little bit of Shadow of War. Um, I still need I sh- to play through Shadow of Mordor. Oh, I finally got through that. That game was super fun. That's why I started playing Shadow of War. It's just Shadow of Mordor it was so much fun. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm getting super amped up for Man of Median or Man of Medine or whatever the hell that is. Uh, since it's going to be on PC, I actually I pre-ordered it for PS4, thinking that it was going to be PS4 exclusive. And then I saw that it was coming out for PC, and I'm like, oh, cancel that pre-order. We're going PC Master Race. Yeah. Wait, what was that game? It's Man Man of Medine. Okay. 
I have to look that up. <laughs> yeah, I, I posted it in game chat. There's actually a link to Humble Bundle if you want to if you want to pre-order it. It's right in our gamer news chat. I'm waiting for uh, Master Chief Collection on PC. That's I am going to get that as well. That looks like it's going to be fun. Yeah, I don't think there's anybody not waiting for that at this point. It's going to be good. Well, my kid isn't, but that's only because she doesn't understand what Master Chief is. I have to beat that into her. Yeah, you got to start early. Now, they're not doing the collection all at once, from my understanding. They're going to release no, that, yeah, they're starting game with after Reach. game. Yeah, Reach is the first one. <clears throat> but still, I, I haven't played Reach in a long time, so I'm okay with playing Reach first. I, I never played touched... Reach. Reach was actually really good. I haven't touched it since the 360 was still the, the main thing, but it was a good game. Well, next segment is actually we're going to bring back an old segment, but it's a new segment for me. News. So we've got these news chats in Discord, and we kind of just read through them, and they're funny, and, and sometimes it sometimes disturbing. But uh, I figure we'll kick through a couple of articles here quick, discuss them, and then move on to what our main topic is, saying that we actually get there. But uh, yeah. the first, first piece of news that I want to bring up, I, th- I don't remember if we talked about it or not, but uh, the Jim Beam fire that uh, oh, yeah. destroyed 45,000 barrels of bourbon and killed, I don't know, countless wildlife. Did you, guys, you guys heard about that one? Oh, yeah. Such a, such oh, a horrible yeah. thing. So, so sad. I don't drink Jim Beam, so I didn't even click on the article. Well, I'm drinking Jim Beam right now. Yeah, Jim Beam owns a lot of different distilleries. Well, like, don't don't they own Maker's Mark, or Knob, they own Knob Creek? Maybe one of the one of the big like top shelf national brands. Maybe. Well, you know how much forty five thousand barrels of bourbon constitutes for their inventory. I saw the quote whenever someone mentioned it. It was like one percent. Yeah, one percent of their inventory. Yeah. 45,000 barrels is 1%. Well, I mean, considering how much whiskey is sold every day, makes sense. It's a lot of booze. Makes perfect sense. (laughs) Now, I wonder, they say it's only 1% of their inventory, but is that 1% of their high-end stuff that they've been trying to age for 40, 60 years? Or is it like, okay, well, this is all fresh batch shit that, you know, okay, our loss. Ooh, that I don't know. I would assume, well, I would assume that if it was aged stuff that they would have, uh, they would have mentioned that. It was all young, young bottles, under five years. There you go. Well, that's not as big of a deal then. Yeah, could like you if imagine if they your... lost their 40-year stuff? Yeah, if it was that kind of stuff, it'd be like, oh, what a tragedy. But, you know, only 1%. Well, I want to I want to touch on one thing, though, that Zyber brought up uh, a couple times. The amount of wildlife that has just been devastated by this stuff leaching into the soil, into the rivers. I mean, you'd like to think comedically. Like, hey, there's a whole bunch of booze being leaked into the rivers. There's a whole bunch of drunk fish. The reality of it is, those fuckers are dead. Yeah, but, you know, it's an accident. <laughs> it's not like they intentionally were throwing whiskey into the river. Yeah, but regardless of it being an accident, still a very huge environmental disaster. Yeah. yeah it's just like those BP oil but, spills and stuff. Yeah. And, like, the census that I get from a lot of people is, meh. And that, to me, that doesn't sit well. Well, that kind of depends. So, uh, you leak oil, and it's a massive disaster because you can't really clean it up properly. And it takes... Didn't they, like, leave it burning so that it it wouldn't pollute as bad? Yeah. They, They left it burning for a while to try to burn off as much alcohol as possible. Yeah. Yet, all the while that they were leaving it burning, they were also using uh, pumps to spray a containment field, which was leaching it in runoff. Well, yeah, it's still an environmental disaster, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. But if you're talking in terms of, okay, it's a, it's a lot of whiskey and it's doing it, whiskey's not 
exactly a natural substance, but it's not the same as an oil spill. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, the one thing that they got going for it is that alcohol is actually naturally produced in the environment. Yeah. I mean, it's not, it's not produced in 45,000 barrels of it, you know, in one local area, but alcohol is actually produced in the environment naturally. Just if you think about, um, actually, I saw this really cool documentary. I think giraffes would actually leave fruit on top of these trees and they'd let them over ripen and start to rot so that they would actually produce this alcohol. And then they would eat them and get completely shit faced and com- and just the, the vision of a giraffe walking around stumbling because they're drunk is exactly what you imagine it to be. Hilarious. <laughs> Remember that uh, that old video? <clears throat> it was like quite a while ago where the they let the spiders do cocaine. Oh, is that the one where he buried himself in it? Uh, it's, it's like now I can't remember the whole video, but like. I don't know. Is that the yeah, fake now one I just where remember. they give it LSD yeah, yeah, yeah. and all of that, and then it's like yeah, the yeah. crack spider? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's it. Old That's crack it. spiders, meth gators, what, what the hell are we going to have uh, next? Meth squirrel. They had the attack meth squirrel. Are oh, you talking about that albino one that gnawed on my pecker? <laughs> uh, no, no. There's. I think it was actually in Arkansas. Um, This guy had a trained squirrel that was hooked on crystal meth. Yeah, that sounds like Arkansas. I was going to say, that sounds exactly like Arkansas. Yeah, that's pretty par for the course, really. <laughs> All right, next news article. What do we got here? Let's go to gamer news, because that was alcohol news. Well, we got Mana, Mana Median, or Mana Median, or how the hell do you say that? Madan. Madan? Whatever. Well, that's uh, that was released on, on PC for on Steam for uh, pre-order, made by the same people who made Until Dawn. So if you enjoyed Until Dawn, made by the same people, and it looks to be in that same vein of uh, of horror interaction, interactive fiction, which if you're an interactive fiction lover like I am, you're going to love it. Um, if you're not, maybe it might not be the best one for you, but they're really fun games to watch as well. <clears throat> That might be a game that I'll watch somebody play, but I yeah. looked at it. It doesn't really strike me as a game I'd be totally interested in. Yeah. Oh, I do have something I want to talk about, though, today. Well, I have two things I want to talk about eventually. All right. Uh, what else we got here? Uh, microbrew. What the hell is this? I don't know. What the hell cool is it? Cool project for kids. I'll keep up with cool project on Kickstarter. Game Beano Meta? It looks like a... What the hell is it? I actually didn't click on this article. It looks like a little handheld uh, handheld Nintendo. Is that the new Raspberry Pi with the new case and you can turn it into the Nintendo? Might be. Take a look at it right now. Yeah, that looks like a Raspberry Pi. It's got the same same specs of it. With a D-pad, 50 frames per second. Yeah, Raspberry Pi 4 just came out. Was it beginning of this month, end of last month, something like that? And they've had all kinds of new projects with it. Yeah, it looks so good. Except that it's broken and you do not want to buy one right now. Why? What's wrong with it? It has a charging cord issue because they use something weird on their power port that's not a standard. And some cables don't work with it while others do. And there's websites dedicated to say hey these actually work with it these do not the companies come out came out and apologized and said that yeah they intentionally did that and it was a fuck up on their end and i believe they're going to fix it with the new raspberry 4.1 or some shit yeah meh i mean if i gotta buy a specific cord to work with it that's not that that's 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 not a game breaker for me uh, it kind of is when the cords are 60 bucks because everybody's selling them jacked up. Yeah, but I haven't met a cord that I can't make, so it doesn't bother me too much. But I can understand it for the, for the, for the normal person. As we all know, I'm definitely not normal. Uh, next one up was... Uh, oh, I can you... confirm. <laughs> Knew you'd have my back there. Uh, did you guys see the leaked footage of the Avengers game? Avengers? Negative. Man, yeah, you so, skipped right over the good shit. News to me. 
Oh, what the... It's wrong to pick up girls in a dungeon infant... Oh, yeah, that movie. No, that's not a movie. What is it? It's an anime. No, god damn it, it's a game. That's why I put it in Gamer News. Jesus, I missed that too. I thought that was the anime. Alright, no. tell me about it. What do we got? Oh, I have no fucking idea. I didn't get a chance to... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> wow, way to back your shit, man. Yeah. No, it's, uh, it's coming out on PS4 and switch and it is uh it's an infinite dungeon based on the is it wrong to try and pick up girls in a dungeon thing it's gonna be i believe their first game and it looks interesting if it plays like the anime then cool infinite dungeons maybe i can get that awesome little dagger thing and just rape shit oh dude if it plays like the anime you're going to jail just for sticking it in oh yeah that's very very true Nice. So check out the anime you're saying. Absolutely. All right, and this this is actually one that I was I I read and I read again and then I googled a bunch more and I read again. Dude, AMD's friggin' Ropa Dope with their prices on their cards. Oh yeah, like uh, uh, Nvidia did the super cards and then they're like, oh, let's just cut off fifty dollars of the price of all of ours. That like, was fun. That yeah. that was a that was a masterful move for them. That really was. Mm-hmm. But AMD has always been super competitive. Yes, and it really has bolstered them. Seeing as how the RX fifty seven hundred XT is actually beating the twenty seventy SuperCard on benchmarks right now, and it's what two three hundred dollars less. Yeah. <clears throat> Which uh, I'll be able to tell you guys. Probably Friday, because that's when the the delivery date is. That got finally uh, updated yesterday. Nice. nice. The last one we got in gamer news is, was Half-Life actually good, or was it a game so bad it was good? What, what was? I, I missed that. You cut out right when that... Uh, was Half-Life 2 actually good, or was the game so bad it was good? So I watched the video, and that's specifically for Half-Life 2 Episode 2, and all it is is just guy using glitches and tricks to beat the game, and yeah, there were glitches in the game. I, for one, thoroughly loved Half-Life and yeah, Half-Life Half -Life, 2. Half those, those games, like, revolutionized first-person shooters. <laughs> How can you say they weren't good? I mean, they might be a little dated now, but... That's, you know, that was one of the major stepping points for FPS was Half-Life and Half-Life 2. So, I, en I enjoyed Half-Life, but I really enjoyed the things people did with the engine more than I did Half-Life or Half-Life 2. I never really got into Half-Life myself. Um, really? I think I maybe played like 30 minutes at Cecil's. That's about it. Well, I mean, not that it's a. I'm not saying it's a bad game. I'm just saying that I, I, I can't quite agree with it and say that it opened up my FPS world because it really was more the 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 engine it was built on that I enjoyed them doing stuff with, like Day of Defeat and Counter Strike, more than I actually enjoyed the Half Life game. The Half Life game was good, but it it just didn't strike a chord with me. It didn't. Uh, well, even if you didn't. Like, even if it wasn't your thing, it, it was still highly influential to FPSs that came after it. I, I can definitely agree with that. Absolutely. Right. I would definitely say that I, as much as I enjoyed the first Half-Life and all the expansions, Blue Shift, Opposing Force, uh, shit, there's a third one. I'm going to fuck it up. I'm going to forget it. Uh, Team Fortress? Loved Half-Life 2. No, that's not an expansion an official expansion to the game like blue force you play as barney as the cop opposing force you play as the soldiers going against gordon um there's a third one i forget uh but they were fun i really enjoyed them but as far as the source engine that they made the games on and did all that that is what absolutely revolutionized fps gaming yeah that i can yeah. agree with because that that's source engine I, I really felt that uh, you know ju just the engine itself, just the way that they handled physics in it, I think, was pr the thing that really much, pretty much set me off. Because before that, I'd really played, I think I'd played games like Doom and um, 
shit. There was Terminator Rampage, Blake Stone, he- uh, Heretic, Hexen, um, which really didn't have a physics engine per se. They were just no. more 2D no. games that were made 3D-ish. So I could agree that Half-Life, you know, the, the, the engine revolutionized. I don't know whether the game itself did, but I can definitely say that the revolutionized did. Yeah. Yeah, I could take it where people take or leave the storyline of the game. They either like it or they don't or the, yeah. whatever. That part's fine, but yeah, the mod support that Valve did when they first came out. Oh, yeah. And getting your hands on the first one. And I used to play Team Fortress back on Quake, and then Team Fortress Classic came oh, out. I oh, I love that fucking game. Now, I will say this about uh, Half-Life. I think they probably opened the floodgates for pretty much anybody to become a modder for their game because they really just handed out the tools. It wasn't like in Doom where you really had to try to tear it apart and you had to go find other tools to make it all work and then create these maps. You really, they just handed you the keys to the kingdom and said, go ahead, do what you want to do. Oh Hmm. yeah, Half-Life 1 came with the engine and a world builder and we built a bunch of shit and just ran around with stupid things. Yeah, I think that that alone really did revolutionize games because a lot of games after that started incorporating dev tools to allow you to mod it and create your own world in it. Really, that 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 I can say is something that really good came from it. Yeah, I will say this: uh, a fucking two four six was my fucking bread and butter and jam back in the day with a quake. And, uh, well, it ties in with the topic also that we're going to get into for multiplayer. Well, let's, uh, let's tap into that. So our actual topic of the night was MMORPG games. Now there's been a, there's been a metric ton of people trying to make MMORPGs. I think the Koreans, I'm pretty sure every Korean in existence plays some sort of MMORPG because there's, there's just so many of them. They, they, they clone them left and right. Uh, they're cloning Koreans? They're cloning Koreans, yes. Yes. Into okay. sheep. It's really weird. Okay. Craziest thing in the world, man. I was wondering how that worked. Yeah. So, uh, like, they, they stick some they stick a person in one end, and out the other end comes a sheep and a person. It's crazy. Yeah. But here's the thing. The, the clones are super deck style because you know how they like to compete in all those... Uh, those championships. So the there's StarCraft playing sheep. Yes. Yeah, it's it's nuts. Okay. So that's how they get their actions per minute up so high. It's the hooves. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, I, 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 I think we should just probably go down. Well, I mean, really the question is, what is the best MMORPG out there? There's no um, best. Yes, there's, there is. <laughs> there's best for the person that plays it exactly that's what i was telling damok before the show no but no. no no he goes super superior and says oh no there's an absolute best over everything no i guess it i guess it all i guess we have to quantify what best is because if we go best by number of players then i then think there's wow. only one yeah there's yeah. it's wow there's only one that actually no it's not okay what's the best one with number of players Currently, Final Fantasy XIV boasts over 16 million users, which has smashed World of Warcraft's records what? previously of 8 million users, and that really? is posted 56 days ago. Holy crap, I did not know that. Wow, okay, yeah, I didn't either. Man, because, you know what, when I think back, when I think of MMOs for uh, for Final Fantasy, I think immediately of Final Fantasy XI, and that game blew. Oh, fuck you, dude, I love that goddamn game. Final Fantasy XI? <laughs> I loved Final Fantasy XI. It was my first MMORPG, and it was a pain in the ass, but I loved being forced to group up, forced to level, play your fucking character the right goddamn way, or you don't get to level, because fuck you. Well, uh, that does bring us to the fact that uh, WoW Classic comes out in, like, a little over a month. Well, my, uh, my first RPG or MMO RPG rather was EverQuest. So oh, like Evercrack. 
Are you playing yeah. uh, Orses or Orsers or however you say it? Oh, the remake of it? Yeah, old school RuneScape. Negative. Yeah, I, apparently it's on phones now, so you can play old uh, RuneScape on your phone. You, oh, geez. Dude, like, I, okay, this is something that blows my mind. I think back to when I played, okay, so the first MMORPG I ever played was, well, it was technically the Prodigy boards, but let's actually go with something with graphics, was Ultima Online. Oh, yeah. Yes, I, uh, yes. Uh, there, my friend streams, um, there's a couple different servers of, like, classic Ultima Online, and he streams, uh, streams that dude couple different the game is still actually being like worked on by the devs they do events still they do releases oh. for that game still yeah it's still active on ea go oh. go to go to i think it's uo online or uo.com yeah uh the one he plays is outlands i think I've... yeah that's, that's one of the free shards that they have out there yeah that's yeah. for the that's for the people who want to play ultima online but they don't want to play what's currently out there they don't want to pay the money for it yeah, but Ultima Online is still actually mm. out there, and I mean, like, if I didn't even realize that Ultima Online was still active until I think it was like a, about a month or so ago. I went looking for it for some reason because I remember the Samurai expansion. I was like, oh, I wonder, I wonder what expansion they ended up leaving at. And then I look back, and I'm like, holy shit, they're still making this game. Like, this is still <laughs> a supported game. This game has been around forever since '97. Is it 97? God, it's been around for yeah. a long time. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't but know I just, how I feel about MMOs anymore. Well, I just think back to the first time that I played Ultima Online and the computer that I was playing it on. My phone, and I've got an old phone right now. My phone is like 10 times as powerful as yeah. the computer I ran Ultima yeah. Online on. Yeah. And the resolution is probably... Likewise. Uh, three or four times better than what was on here. Oh, pro- easily. Yeah. Yeah, I think I had uh, 480. I think that was my resolution on that computer. I think 640 yeah, you, by 480. You probably have a 1080 on your phone, if oh, not a probably. 1440. So, yeah. And it's exponential, so it'd probably be like 16 times the resolution. Yeah, it's just it's it's nuts the 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 way technology has gone and what you can play. I mean, you could probably play, fucking play any of these things on your phone now. But uh, yeah, I just don't know how I feel about MMOs anymore. It's like, you know, spending the time to grind out stuff anymore like that, and then it feels well at least with WoW. And I might be judging other MMOs on a WoW because that's what most of my MMO experience is in. It just feels like they're gonna just negate all of your progress every patch. So it's like, why spend the time to do it if they're just going to get rid of everything you just did the next patch? I mean, I get resets with expansions, but every single patch. So it's the same thing that happens in Destiny. So every time they come out with a new major patch or or an expansion, actually, it's not even expansion. Typically, it's just about once every quarter. They'll do yeah. some sort of reset that bounces all of your weapons. It makes everything. They did it in Destiny 1 all the time where you would grind, you'd get all the best weapons, and they'd be like, oh, well, we're going to reset this, and now all those weapons suck. And you're like, I, I just spent all the time building this weapon up. Now i got to get this again. Yeah. Remember uh, Thorn? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I remember Thorn. <laughs> but 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 most MMOs do that. It, it's it's the whole point of keeping that carrot. And and that's that's really the, the, the draw of an MMO is you have that carrot, the thing that you're driving towards, the thing that you're working towards to keep up with the Joneses. But like with original WoW, it's like, yeah, they would introduce more content at the end to keep the carrot moving. But current WoW, you just skip everything that came before the most current stuff. Like back in the day, you had to go through all that old stuff before you could get to the new stuff. And that, but that's, I think that's the paradigm of, paradigm of games now where it's like, especially massively multiplayer games, I think that's just the way that they've shifted it. Just, well, yeah. you can go get this old stuff if you want, but it's completely useless. And the only reason you're going to get it is for some sort of trophy or triumph that you're just trying to say, oh, yeah, I have that. I, I don't know. Maybe it's just I have older viewpoints than where it's headed. 
I guess. I don't know. I just, I don't, like gaming as a whole anymore just seems like it's not in a good place right now. Well, I think it's too capitalized. You know, mm-hmm. it's, it's too too many people like it, it it just feels like games have shifted from we're making games to have fun to we're to making we're making games to make money yeah. yeah i mean there was always hey let's make games to make money but we're doing this because we enjoy it and it's fun but now everybody's getting so competitive on it you know like ea yeah. ea is all yeah. about yeah you know, every ea game that comes out is all about making money like hands down it's well, just Activision money. with Black Ops 4, where you pay full price for the game up front, and then everything in it you can pay money for. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, th- there are very few games out there that you buy, and, and you that, own the game. that's it. Yeah, that's <laughs> it. You know. Um, I mean, I, I don't even mind games that you can open up and grind for whatever you got to grind for, but that yeah. uh, the, the whole pay-to-win mentality has taken over and I think we've beaten that subject to you know dead yeah. a few times on this show. Yeah. But MMO but M- but MMOs, I mean, it's just like so the same type of thing that I think about when they make a, a patch for an MMO and they negate all your weapons before, it's just like when you when a new Call of Duty game comes out. You know, all your progress yeah, that you did but... on the previous Call of Duty game means absolutely nothing. And you're really playing virtually the same game. Again. I just feel like the the resets happen more often than they used to. Yeah, I can I can I can understand that. Hey, so what you got over there, Zyber? Well, my thing is, uh, like like Rave, I I'm kind of I can't stay focused on MMOs all that much anymore because I get burned out real quick because of the fact that you have to grind or pay to get past certain things like the grind in a lot of games now it's ridiculous you have to spend like x amount of insane hours just to get through something unlike back in the day where like you play and it's actual progression now you get held up because you need like 40 of this one of this and you need to pay to do this event to be able to get this item to complete this quest yeah that like okay so the grind, the grind has always been there. The grind has just progressively gotten just, I don't know, more grindy, I guess. But the grind has always been there. I mean, think of, think of yeah, any Yeah, the RPG. grind has always been there, but at least back in the day, the grind was actually fun, and it didn't really feel like grinding as much as it does today. What fucking game were you playing where the grinding was fun? Uh, Ultima Online. Yeah, the grinding in Ultima Online was actually kind of fun. Uh, nothing like going through a cave, having a good old time, dominating everything, and then you don't realize, hey, there's a really strong gazer, and you get your ass kicked. Or and you have to rush back to your body before fucking uh, grave jumpers come and steal all your shit. Or you're sitting outside and you're like, huh, I'm just going to go cut down these trees. Oh, hey, look at that. There's a wolf attacking me. Let me kill them. Oh, I'm getting some crap from from skinning him. I've just upped my skill on skinning now. This is amazing. Oh, I'm going to go make this into a shirt. Holy crap, I sold this shirt. Now, see, that's how I felt with Final Fantasy XI online. I had a great time playing it. I had a great time grouping up and learning how to play my character learning all the key chains where I need to jump in and you have to do all the timing. And then you could go and get all that extra shit. And, man, fishing bots were so amazing. And you can earn so much gill. Uh, that's just like uh, with Ultima Online, where you could set up uh, Razor macros. And you could ghost play the whole entire game and level yourself up while oh, yeah. you're at work, at school, or whatever. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, I remember that vividly. Yeah, but where's your enjoyment of ghost leveling your character while you're not there? Um, oh. It's coming home and realizing, hey, I have all these points to spend on my super Dexter character. Um, yeah, let's do that. Well, let's make a super Dexter character I, 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 and just dominate everybody. I don't think it was necessarily the enjoyment out of it. I think it was more of a response to your uh, your fishing bot. Yeah, no, I, I mean, it's the fishing bot was a fishing bot, but you had to sit and watch it in Final Fantasy XI because people would report your ass in a heartbeat, especially since the majority of players were Japanese 
and they did not like botters at all. All right, so here's the question. Let's go around. Let's go down the line. What's your favorite MMORPG? Your favorite. Not the best, but your favorite. So, Damoc, what's your favorite MMORs? Is it still Final Fantasy XI? Uh, my favorite has to be World of Warcraft pre... Uh, well, all the way up until the um, Wrath of the Lich King. After that, uh, the game has been very hit or miss, but... Classic through Burning Crusade up to Wrath was fantastic, and I loved it more than anything, but, you know, Final Fantasy's by number two. Okay, I can go with that. What about you, uh, what about you, Cyber? Well, I kind of have a toss-up between two. I don't play either of them as much as I used to, but I enjoy both equally. Um, Guild Wars franchise, I love that to death, I do. Oh yeah. I just don't I don't have time to dedicate to it. And I really really enjoyed Sea of Thieves. But again, it's it's time stuff. It's like okay, uh do I want to dedicate time to this or something that I could just zip through? Um I prefer zipping through games. I like super fast pace uh at my own leisure though. So, yeah. Those two, but I don't play them nearly enough like I was when they first dropped. Yeah, I think time is a major factor now because I mean, I, I hate to sound well, I mean, I am old, but I hate to sound old. But man, just all the shit that you end up having to do just to maintain. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. <laughs> like I like I, I don't I don't remember. And maybe that was a good thing, I guess. Maybe that was my, my, you know, maybe that was my parents, you know, sheltering me, protecting me, allowing me to be a kid. But I don't remember this much as a kid, like my parents having to do this much. <laughs> I just don't remember it. You just didn't notice it. They had to do it still. Yeah, I'm guessing that they had to, but I just, as I said, I just didn't, uh, I didn't, I guess I didn't recognize it at the time because I was too wrapped up in being a kid. Mm, mm. But what about you? Uh, what about you, Great Mind? What's your favorite, what's your number one MMORPG? Uh, I'm with, yeah, I think it's going to be WoW. Uh, I think, I, I think I'd add the Wrath of the Lich King on there. So up until Cataclysm would, would be number one. All right, so let me ask why. Why WoW? why wow up until cataclysm yeah it just it that's when the the world changed basically like they modernized the game and, and the classic game like that's where they split up the barons into two di separate zones and stranglethorn veils two different zones and they tried to like uh point a to point b the quests and stuff they just they modernized it, and it didn't really need to be modernized. What do you where, uh, Oh, sorry. Go ahead. I was going to say that's where leveling, like, it lost all meaning in Cataclysm. And that's the thing that drives me absolutely freaking nuts. But go ahead, Zyber. Go ahead. Um. Yeah. I I stopped at Lich King. Only because I got sick of this one person that would uh, come on, follow me around. They were like a short dwarfy character and they'd just hop all around me and like just ghost me the whole freaking game. And it got really, really annoying. So what, you pissed someone off? <laughs> I have no idea if I pissed someone off. <laughs> I would just play and this person just followed me and I got annoyed with it. I was, I, you know, was like, you know, fucking leave me alone kind of thing. And they never left me alone. So I was like, fuck it. I'll stop playing. Hmm. What do you got, Damoc? All right. I can't believe I am sober and I fucked this up. I'm really upset with myself. I can. You're sober. Yeah. No, I'm just, I'm angry from being sober. It's called drunk uh, recollection and you don't have it. Mm -hmm. Right, god damn it. Eve Online is my number Fuck, one yes. MMORPG game. Great game. I've, god. I, I, I played with oh, I was 
you know, I was a member of Something Awful. I jumped into Goon Fleet before it was anything. I was still a newbie in Syndicate before we even owned any territory. I fought in the first Great War with From Dust Till Dawn. And, oh man, that game, I spent countless amounts of time and spreadsheets just spreadsheets upon spreadsheets, theory crafting, fucking everything. <laughs> Number one game ever for me. And then it would be War, uh, World of Warcraft, and then it would be Final Fantasy XI. Damn, Final Fantasy XI is just working its way down the list. <laughs> you know, Final Fantasy XI was my first MMORPG, so I gotta give it love for what it was. World of Warcraft was the first one I ever played with friends, and we started from scratch when it first came out, and that was a lot of fun, and I have memories going all the way up into, you know, a couple expansions, but EVE Online was the game that I found randomly and just got sucked into. I can, uh, I can respect that. Well, I mean, mine, mine go back, I mean, Christ, I, I played, I played Ultima Online, I played that for a long time. Loved it. Absolutely loved it. I loved the way it progressed in it. Played EverQuest. Um, I didn't really get into EverQuest 2 all that much. Or maybe it was EverQuest 2 that I got into and I didn't play EverQuest a lot much. It was so long ago now. I don't even freaking remember. But I got into EverQuest. I enjoyed that a lot. Um, I played WoW. I actually played WoW for about a month and then I put it aside and said I'm never playing this game again. Because I knew I was going to get sucked in, and I was never going to escape. Uh, uh, yeah, a lot of us never did. <laughs> no, but my my favorite action, my, my favorite MMORPG, it, it actually is Star Wars Galaxies, but pre combat upgrades. It was before they did so. Star Wars Galaxies, they decided to make it a lot more accessible to people. So they made, instead of having it being like Ultima Online, where you could choose anything, you could do whatever you wanted and be whatever you wanted, it really just took you and said, okay, well, you're going to be this class, and you're going to be this class, and you're going to be this class. And they mm -hmm. opened up the ability for anybody to choose Jedi right from the start of the game. And I think it was, I think it was that decision that really destroyed that game. Um, I mean, the combat upgrades, I, I, I could have stomached if they just left them at the combat upgrades. But then when they did the isometric classes, it really just took away from it. I mean, I had so much fun in that game because I could, I literally was just a shopkeeper. That's all I was in that game. I, I, I made stuff. I put it in my shop. I sold it. People came and bought it. They asked for custom builds. That was it. That's all I did. And I had a friggin' ball in that game. I, I did, I, I stayed away from PVP. Anytime somebody challenged me, I'd just be like, nah, I'm good. I'm fine. Um, I literally ran out, collected stuff from my miners, and then put them, uh, you know, and then built shit. Then once they put Your the... miners? Yeah, my miners. Little kids. They're like little four or five-year-olds up to about yeah, eight. That's what I imagine. Yeah, yeah. yeah they're just, I, they just run around and they, 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 they collect materials for me. I pay them like a really low wage. Yeah. A couple nickels and maybe a lollipop. Yeah. Sometimes a Tootsie Roll, something like that. Yeah. Uh, but stuff in the Halloween candy that no one wants. You have candy corn. Yeah. Which, dude, if you stack that opposite way around, it actually looks like corn. Uh, NASA wafers. <laughs> NASA wafers. Neko wafers. Yeah, yeah, that's it. I know what he's so, talking about. Those aren't even candy. They're like chalk. Well, you can you can write on the board with them or eat them, and they get rid of heartburn, so it works. Yeah. No, but Star Wars Galaxies was was so much fun, and when they did the jump to light speed and you could have ships in it, like that literally got my nerd boner going because I uh, I loved X Wing and then Tie Fighter and then X Wing versus Tie Fighter. Uh, I've always loved that type of that that type of cockpit style game. So that they that they added that into Star Wars Galaxies just really shot the nerd boner straight through the roof. Um, you you were gonna say something about uh, leveling when I brought that up. Oh, oh yeah. So, so one of the things that drove me nuts about uh, our, our just RPGs in general was it's just how they've morphed into leveling is it's almost it's almost the tutorial. It's the chore you have to do before you get to the good stuff. Well, but that's the thing. It's like, oh, we're we're gonna make you level to level seventy, and then you can actually play the game. 
Yeah. Like yeah, everything that's... up until you hit max level yeah. is useless. It's a chore. It's not even a grind because a grind you're like, you know, there's at least you're something doing something you want to do. But, but but that was the thing that I enjoyed about like classic RPGs. And that's something that I that that I saw in Ultima Online and uh, in Galaxies and in and even in EverQuest where well, as you uh, leveled up, you found equipment that was yeah, purposeful to your level like Diablo. In As Diablo, you up, you're yeah. playing, playing the game. <laughs> you yeah, weren't you, just you doing would level a chore up. until you could get to the game. Exactly. You would level up. And yeah, the, the weapons that you got before were useless, but that's because they were meant for you at level 5, not you at level 15. So as you started leveling up, the natural progression, and I guess it just, I guess it's the same kind of concept, but it just, it kind of like they masked it a little bit better in the classic RPGs because as you leveled up, your old equipment wasn't viable anymore and you got rid of it. But now yeah, like you, you were going through storylines and stuff too. You weren't just yeah, you know, killing bears until you, I've got 10,000 bears until I hit level 50. Well, I'll take, I'll take, um, like I'll, I'll just take destiny for a second. So in destiny, you level up to like level 20 or level 30 or whatever the hell it is. And then the game starts happening. Like then you start getting light level on your mm -hmm. gear. And there was a lot of things that you would do. Like you would get, there would be exotic weapon quests. You would actually not do that quest until you were at the highest light level or near the highest light level. So that when that weapon dropped, it was at the highest light level. Because mm. otherwise it was like, well, why the hell am I getting this weapon? If it's going to be like four levels below top light, I can't use it. And that's just the thing that, that that that's that carrot thing that I that I kept talking about. They kept well, they have to keep extending that carrot out. That's that's more of like uh, you don't like uh, the whole mindset behind min maxing. Yeah, you would I, rather you would ju rather just play the game than rather have to. I don't want to pull. Out, I don't want to have to pull out a spreadsheet to figure out what piece of equipment is going to complement another piece of equipment to make me the most powerful, so that when this person decides to attack me, I can stomp their face into the curb. Or oh, you can get stomped that, because man. they're just better than you, and you have, even though you have better gear, they're just better than you. Exactly. No, you got to break <laughs> out the spreadsheets and play Eve Online, man. You have to know what you're going to do because that game is pure PvP. Yeah, there's some PvE garbage, bunch of Empire faggots that sit in 1.0 space. But yeah, PvP, EVE Online, spreadsheets. Well, there, there was actually a new <laughs> thing recently where uh, like they were sending out NPCs to attack people and stuff. And a bunch of people were getting pissed off. You mean like fucking Concord, the space police? Dude, no, 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 it's a new thing. Uh, some alien thing. I forget the name of it. It's recent. I can though. never go to that game. I'm once I stopped playing it, that was it, man. It's been way too long. The game has changed so much. I don't even know any of the people I used to play with. Yeah, uh, mysterious NPC attacks and new pay-to-win quotation marks NPCs. Uh, the drifters is what they're. I guess like these, they sent out NPCs to start surprise attacking people, and they didn't tell anyone about it before. They just did it. That seems like a lot of fun. A lot of people are mad. They're like, uh, "We're spending all this uh, time, you know, because time is like actual money, and you building up our fleets and stuff for PvP battles, and then you can just send in NPCs and take it away." <laughs> Well, yeah, you spend, because your training in that game is based on real time, so to get, like, cruiser level 5, to get into covert ops and stuff like that, yeah. or, sorry, the recon ships for cruisers, yeah, it takes a month to train that one skill to 5, and then you still have to train the other skills up to compete with it, and it's a yeah. huge pain but in the ass, it's a huge time sink, and yeah, you gear for PvP. The game was PvP. As soon as you hit 0.0, .0 that game is 100% PvP. And that'd be kind of fucked up, but kind of fun. Yeah, I, I would look at it if you uh, haven't seen anything. I just saw a video about it the other day. <clears throat> nope, I cannot look at that game anymore. <laughs> I know what will happen. I will have 40 different spreadsheets open. I'll close everything out, and it'll be just spreadsheets for six months while all my skills trained up. Oh, well. Well... 
it's actually kind of interesting to hear that each one of us has a completely separate favorite game. Like, there's not there's not one of us that, I mean, a couple of people has said, yeah, WoW's pretty good, but nobody's really, like, come up and said, nobody's definitively agreed that this is the best game or this is the best MMORPG out there. I just find that humorous. I mean, I guess that's a good thing. Based on opinion. There's no single best game. It's, you know, if you like it and you play it, then might be your best game. Well, I mean, RimWorld is the best game. We already know that. I fucking love RimWorld. I swear to God, I'm eating, breathing, sleeping that fucking game. Um, <laughs> I knew I was going to get that reaction. Rimjod's mobs? R- rim mobs. Rimjod mobs. Yeah, Rimjod mobs. <laughs> <laughs> well, on that note, Gravevine, where can people find you at, man? Um... On the internet. <laughs> in the Discord. I'll, I'll say that. In the Discord. <laughs> you can find me on Twitch, Gravemine with Y. Uh, I don't do Twitter anymore, really. Uh, every once in a while, I'll do Twitch. But really, if you want to find me, hit me up on Discord. That's about it anymore. Nice. What about you, Zyber? Where can people find you at? Well, you can find me on my Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, all at Zyberblood, that's Z-Y-B-E-R-B-L-O-O-D, or just chat me up on the GNA Discord. Nice. Damoc, where can we find you at, man? God damn it, dude. I've been trying to pretend this water is beer, and now I've drank a liter and a half of water, and I got pissed. I'm on the Discord. You can't fucking see me. Just be fuck you, Damoc, and I'll respond. That's actually very... The gift that keeps on giving. I, dude, that gag has gotten... That literally... It could not have gone any better. I don't think I'm ever changing it. <laughs> no, you did. You changed me, and I had to have somebody change me back. Actually, that was me. I changed it back. Well, I'm Cecil Xavier, your host. You can find me on Cecil versus Games on Twitter. Cecil Xavier everywhere else. Twitch, Ustream, Facebook, Mixer, uh, Discords. Pretty much anywhere else you can find me, it's Cecil Xavier. So we hope you enjoyed the show. Don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe on your favorite podcast app. Reviews help people find the show. So if you enjoy listening to us, let other people know. You can find us on iTunes, Google Play Music, Podcast Addict, Stitcher, Player FM, Spreaker, MyTuner, Your Listen, Spotify, and iHeartRadio. If we're not someplace... (laughs) We are, yeah. We're still on your listen. Uh, If we're not someplace, let us know. We'll upload there. You can follow us on Twitter or Facebook. Just search at GNA Podcast, all one word. You can join the Discord chat to see the pinned tweet. We do a game show night every first Saturday of the month uh, on Mixer, www.mixer.com forward slash GNA podcast. We have partnered part, blah, 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 blah. We have partnered with Humble Bundle. Hey, Zyber, can you tell us anything about Humble Bundle? Well, Humble Bundle is a game purchasing site like many other game purchasing sites out there, but there's a little bit of a twist. Uh, you can decide where the money goes between Humble, the developer, um, charity, or us. If you put a question mark partner equals GNA podcast at the end of any of the links uh, after the humblebundle.com, uh, you will show us some support, but we do not want you to send us the money. That is a big negative on sending us the money. We would like you, though. To maybe sling a little of it to the developer or to Humble. To show them, hey, you know, we sent you there. But I personally prefer you send it to our Extra Life charity that we support through Humble Bundle. Um, yeah. So if you want to do that, again, that's question mark partner equals GNA podcast at the end of the link. And this month we have raised 1252 for our Extra Life charity. Yeah, man. And every cent counts. Uh, so yeah, just when you when you go to order something, just put that question mark partner at the end. And there's a slider bar down at the bottom. Just open it up and make sure to put that slider bar for GNA all the way down to zero. We don't want your money. We want you to give to charity. Hmm. Do you like anime? If you do, join us every Wednesday night at 19.30 Eastern Time for Anime Night, hosted by Blue Shark 45. Our current anime is Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood. I think we're on like episode Gosh. eight. I gotta, I gotta, I gotta watch that. Yeah, man. Show. You got to join us Wednesday nights, 1930s Eastern Standard Time, or Eastern Time, not Eastern Standard Time. Yes. We want to thank Morgan BS Photography for our new artwork and logo. Check him out at morganbs.com. Um, 
Also, check our horror movie night out every second Saturday of the month. I think we're going to be talking, maybe doing From Dusk Till Dawn. I don't know, maybe, maybe that's on the docket, I don't know. Uh, yeah, that's that's on the list. It's on a very short list, so well, that might be movie one. Nice. Email us at gnapodcast at gnayourdna.one with questions, comments, death threats. We don't care. Send them over to Damoc anyways. We'd love to hear from you. <laughs> Last but not least, check out our website at www.rimjobmob.com my headphones broke. Or gnapodcast.com, one of those fucking things. So, um, so who, who's getting the rimjobmobs? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I'm actually ordering it right now. <laughs> I, I, I gotta order new headphones now. My speakers are really crackly from that. Don't just turn so them around, man. New headphones. Yeah. <laughs> just wear oh, them inside fuck out. Fuck you, dude. <laughs> fuck you, man. That, that, that's not right. <laughs> I wasn't gonna say anything that I wanted to. <laughs> Have a good night, guys. Have a good night, man. Yeah, fuck you. Have a good night. Just, just wear them inside out. Because then you're like, and I'm Cecil Xavier, the host of the show! <laughs> Look at my dick, it's so small. Small. That's my favorite part of the show. Oh, your penis is so big. Oh, my penis is so small. <laughs>